Welcome to BIV Today. I'm Tyler Orton. Now look, the economy's continuing to move at a clip while it still bounces back from the outset of the pandemic. You know, that was two years ago. And look, we're right now having to deal with inflation, tight labor markets, pressures on wage growth. And one industry that is experiencing a lot of growth right now, but it's of course dealing with all those issues I just outlined, it is the construction industry here in British Columbia. And a new report out from the BC Construction Association reveals the value of construction projects just skyrocketing over the last five years. At the same time, the number of workers, well, there are some challenges there. And I think we can get into that with our next guest. That is Chris Atchison. He is president of the BCCA. Chris, thanks for joining us on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me, Tyler. Pleasure to be here. Well, do you think it kind of goes a little underreported just how much this industry contributes to the province's economy overall? Yeah, I, th- I think absolutely. Um, you know, we've just just today, BCCA released our annual industry survey and and spring of uh, 2022 stat back. And and the, the data shows us that construction is, uh, is, is an industry under pressure. And when we look at that in the context of what this industry has continued to provide the province of British Columbia, and quite frankly, many jurisdictions uh, across Canada during the pandemic, it's still um, uh, it, it's still very obvious to many of us in the construction industry association world and the um, contractors themselves that construction is is vastly um, underappreciated in in terms of of what we provide to the province of British Columbia in terms of 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 the GDP in terms of the number of, uh, of of people that we employ in the industry, and how essential this industry is to the the economic health and and sustainability of British Columbia. So, you know what we've seen through this uh, annual survey is that there are there are still more projects, more and more projects being built as we come into a recovery mode uh, from the federal government to the provincial government. Uh, everyone is expecting um, more and more from an industry. Uh, and despite that, we're experiencing the same labor shortages that exist in many other sectors. And compound that with uh, uh, you know, material uh, and supply shortages, uh, which cause price escalations. Uh, there seems to be more, um, more government uh, involved uh, in terms of whether it's skilled trade certification um, or whether there are uh, paid sick leave requirements. These, these are things that are going to impact other industries. But when we see them uh, compound on a sector that's been so instrumental in our own economic sustainability over the past uh, two plus years now with the pandemic, uh, they, they really are compounding at a time when we need to be uh, allowing the construction industry to uh, to thrive uh, to, and to not uh, suffocate under the burden of more regulation and more stressors that are, um, you know, that are continuing to uh, you know, undermine the effectiveness and the resiliency of the sector. You know, I, I think back to the outset of the pandemic and a lot of, you know, sectors had a, a tough go at it. You know, we thought about, you know, restaurants closed down. We, we saw, you know, say, simply stuff like nail salons and, um, you know, hair salons. But uh, construction industry 
it was able to keep kind of humming along. Does this kind of speak to how integral it is considered? And I, I don't want to say that those other industries aren't, but it does speak to a certain degree how integral, um, you know, just kind of government considers this industry to the economy overall as well. Yeah, it's a vital industry uh, for the province of British Columbia. And hearkening and, uh, back to the spring of 2020, when all of the construction industry and, and players involved in the construction um, um, safety um, sphere came together and, and rose to the challenge that the government put in front of us and said, you know, can we continue to operate in, in a safe manner under a lot of unknowns, unknowns that were coming our way with COVID-19? And the industry has responded um, incredibly well. We couldn't be more proud of the, uh, the, the entire industry, its workforce, the contractors, the sub-trades, the owners who who just remained invested uh, for all the right reasons. And there was a clear demonstration that the strong safety culture, things like the, 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 the tailgate talks and the safety talks that happened every morning, that, that's already been part of our culture going back decades. The, um, the ability to pivot and accommodate new um, provincial health guidelines that uh, um, demanded uh, social distancing, that demanded hand sanitizers, that demanded masking, that demanded uh, changes to scheduling. All of that was uh, responded to by the construction industry um, across the board. So while we've been able to, um, while we've been able to kind of keep our momentum going with uh, construction, a number of accommodations needed to be made, but it was more of a pivot than it was a a shutdown and figuring out how to make it how to make it work. Um, and I do think that at that time the province deemed uh, construction non healthcare essential, and that moniker of the construction industry being essential was such a moment of pride for the entire industry. Um, that that we do feel that this is a uh, a turning point for for the industry to allow itself to to generate more credibility and more um, uh, you, you know there there needs to be uh, more pride in this industry and what we mean to the province of British Columbia because we through thick and thin we're going to continue to build the province and we're going to respond to any pandemic challenge. But as we've also seen over the past number of years, we've been able, we've been there uh, first in when there's been a um, an environmental uh, a challenge, like we've seen with forestry uh, or forest fires, pardon me, uh, floods, and and uh, we're there. We're we're often first called upon. Uh, we are essential. We're essential responders to whatever the need might be for the province of British Columbia. But it still seems uh, like we have a, a difficult time having our voice heard um uh you know when it when it when it matters or when we're asking for something um there's a lot of stress still on this sector that we need to work to resolve well if we can kind of talk a little bit about the valley and some of the challenges though but you know you, you guys point out that uh, over the last five years uh the value uh has gone up 79 percent of these projects we're at 134 billion dollars for the value of current construction projects here in BC, uh, proposed construction projects two hundred twenty-six billion dollars. But during you know th- this period, we're also seeing that the uh, yeah, wages are going up, 
but you know uh, the number of workers in this industry is dropping. Why do you think it is that we are seeing you know that much difficulty kind of uh, getting people uh, attracting them into the industry right now? Well, I, I think we're doing a very good job of attracting people to the industry. Uh, I think there's a number of programs, there's another number of campaigns that are starting to to really um, demonstrate in, into the school system, into uh, traditionally underrepresented groups in construction about the high opportunity occupations that exist here. I do think that there is a, uh, the, the challenge that we have is that like many sectors, the aging demographics of our society are seeing too, so many people leave that, that you know, leave the industry um, that we're not replacing them fast enough. The other piece that we need to continue to work on with the construction industry is, is building, um, building retention strategies. So it's not good enough to say, hey, we've got good paying jobs. These are, these are noble professions. They're, they're skills for a lifetime. When you become um, a, an electrician, when you be, get involved in the mechanical trades, when you become involved in, in estimating or project management, all of these jobs that are uh, related to the construction continuum, uh, we need to do a better job of protecting the industry that we're serving uh, from uh, itself, quite frankly. And so that means that quite a bit more needs to be invested in the changing of the culture of construction, which has been uh, predominantly uh, white male and, and that cohort is aging with the rest of the population and it's starting to leave. And as we are replacing them uh, in throughout the industry, we need to be better at changing the culture of the industry so that as we attract new talent um, and that new talent looks a lot more um, reflective of the communities that they're serving, the diversity, the equity, the inclusion, we need to make sure that we are protecting the job sites and providing um, uh, not only the physical safety on those sites, but the psychological safety on those sites, removing hazing, bullying and harassment, which may have been, you know, our, our, our father's or grandfather's industry. That's not the industry that we are representing today. We need to be building um, a, a safe and productive industry that offers those high opportunity occupations for the diverse um, a population that we want the industry to represent. Yeah, the, the, the survey results showed that uh, 84% of employers are implementing diversity policies, which is up from a, a few years ago. Uh, when is that 64%? And that uh, 45% of those surveys, uh, that uh, the respondents uh, there, said that the company is more diverse than it was three years ago. So we are seeing kind of those tangible things going on right now. And I'm also curious about just with regards to innovation going on within the industry, how well is the industry kind of uh, keeping up with the times and making sure that um, it's able to be as efficient as possible and doing the best work possible as well? Yeah, there's no doubt that uh, construction is an innovative sector. And and I, I do uh, I do know that when... Um, when uh, ch- the, the more diverse that we can make our work sites, the more lessons that we can bring in from, from other communities, from other countries. Um, when we, we talk about uh, in integrating newcomers uh, and our, our program that is, is, is working with new Canadians coming from uh, other countries with experience in construction, um, that, that uh, 
that vibrant um, new new ideas are coming forward. Um, not only that, but as we're so you can talk about it on the personal level that that uh, by bringing in new uh, entrants into the construction industry, you're going to drive innovation by having a good procurement in, in up, up front before contracts are awarded. You can be inspiring innovation from from the general contractors, from the subcontractors, as more people are talking and being involved in projects that are being um, imagined by owners. Uh, that that level of communication that can exist in the exchange of ideas. Um, we will always say, uh, you, you know, the construction community can build anything if it sees the plans. But uh, as long as there is the opportunity to provide input and upfront. Um, um, influence onto the design. This always doesn't need to be prescribed by government um, uh, because what we've seen over the years is that there is so much uh, ability to, to innovate. Uh, we, we just need to know what the budget parameters are, what you want built, and, and I do think that that will drive both efficiencies and innovation uh, through, uh, through the construction continuum. So there needs to be guide rails for sure, uh, but I do think that 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 we are an incredibly innovative uh, uh, industry that can continue to uh, demonstrate that uh, through the the massive amounts of uh, investment that we're seeing from the federal and provincial government in into British Columbia in the coming years. It's just going to be so interesting because we might think of, you know, construction is kind of a, a traditional industry, but it has to keep moving uh, <laughs> at the same clip that other industries are just to stay alive and, and keep growing and growing and, and meet that capacity and that demand that's going on here. So I, I could definitely pick your brain for <laughs> so much longer, uh, Chris, but I'll let you go now. I just want to thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Well, thanks very much for having me. It's an uh, incredibly important topic that you're discussing and, and always happen to be part of it. That is Chris Atchison. He is president of the BC Construction Association, and that is it for the show today. But we will be back next week. In the meantime, you can go to BIV.com, more stories, videos, interviews, all you could ever want over there. I just want to thank everyone for listening. I'm Tyler Orton.